At Henson, we're looking forward to the holidays, and that means more time in the kitchen. Now, imagine your trusty kitchen knife had a wobbly handle. You'd be nervous. Well, the same is true in shaving. Most razors on the market today don't support the blades well enough, allowing them to flex and bend. This is the source of razor burn. At Henson, we used our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to solve this problem, supporting the blade so you can use it confidently. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com slash holiday. Greetings and salutations, everybody. Welcome in today for the 74th episode of the Podwans podcast. Yeah, I, I can't get used to a Podwans podcast anymore since our rebranding. But today is our 74th episode, and I'm joined in by my co-host, Luke. How's it going? And Harris Productions. How are we all feeling after that Jedi Survivor trailer? <laughs> yeah, our uh, our heads are hot right now after watching the Jedi Survivor uh, uh, sneak peek at the, the video game show or the Game Awards. And, yeah, uh, it looks, wow. it looks, it looks uh, pretty incredible, actually. So Yeah, we're a little bit amped up. It's like, uh, it, it blew, blew my mind. But um, anyway, we today we'll be talking about Season 2, Episode 7 of Star Wars Rebels, also known as Wings of the Master. We're going to be seeing a lot of Hera, a lot of the Ghost Crew. We're going to be seeing some introductions into what goes on later on in the future of Star Wars and more, you know, blockades. So, Luke, Hera, are we ready? Yep. Let's go. The Jedi Knights are all but destroyed, and yet your task is not complete, Inquisitor. The Emperor has foreseen a new threat rising against him. The Podwans Podcast. Yes, and now we are back. Today we have two guests coming on to talk about Season 2, Episode 7 of Star Wars Rebels, and they are also returners and close friends of ours. So our first guest... He is one member of Rogue Council Podcast. He is one of our close friends. He is a very big advocate of spaceships and all space travel in the Star Wars universe. And he is one of the biggest Rogue Squadron supporters that we know. Let's bring in Chase at Ford into the black. Death Stranding 2 just got announced and you guys backed out of it. <laughs> <laughs> how you doing chase i'm great how are you guys doing good good uh what were your like i mean we we did we did just watch the jedi survivor trailer what were your thoughts on uh, what we got i'm excited um it looks great like visually it looks great uh cal looks great uh it looks like we're probably gonna have a new cast of friends to play around with we got like some dude with a blaster we got a new enemy um the force abilities look really cool um I am going to uh, hate that game and just beat my head against the wall trying to get no hit runs on it again. Yeah, I'm sure that's what uh, our next guest is going to be doing pretty shortly. <laughs> um, but uh, it's good to have you. Uh, and uh, where can the good people find you on social media? Uh, I'm mostly just on TikTok, uh, Forward Into the Black, where I talk about Star Wars and starts it as Okay, cool. And our second guest, he comes from escape reality films he is one of the biggest older public fans that i know and he's coming on to talk about star wars rebels let's bring in caleb at cj star wars 94 hey everybody how's it going i i I just i just caught up with you guys on watching the trailer i've been busy today so I, i i finally watched the trailer though and i'm excited yeah what were your thoughts what were your initial thoughts uh I'm interested. I, I like the new combat. The way it looks real it looks clean. Um, especially seeing the change to double blade. And I'm hoping that means it's not gonna be as stupid how it is in the first game where you have to use force points to use it. I'm hoping it's yeah. an actual you get to use it the lightsaber that way consistently. And I also like the the um I like seeing a little bit of what's going on. We still don't know a lot of the story though. I, I'm interested. Well, yeah, I, I'm sure we'll find out I, in the next upcoming months. Yeah. Well, I, there's, I told, it's like I told them in the reaction, it was like, it, it was the same way with Fallen Order. We didn't really know what the plot was until the game mm-hmm. came out. They're usually very close when it comes to that kind of stuff. It's like general Star Wars marketing. Like, they yeah. give you enough just to get you excited, but not enough to show you the story. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're keeping it close to the chest, and it's working. Yeah, and I mean, they're and we from what we know of Star Wars, they are very good at keeping things under wraps, so... Um, I'm just super excited that they're going to just 
amp up our love for Cal Kestis because everybody loves Cal Kestis. I've yeah. never met a single. I don't. I haven't. I've never met a single person that has not liked Jedi Fallen Order, and obviously that one game of the year in 2019. And um, I'm excited for it to come back in 2023. So, uh, Caleb, before we begin, where can the good people find you on social media? So they can find me at YouTube and Twitch at Escape Reality Films. Uh, and in fact, after this episode, and I'll plug it again later, uh, I am going to be playing some Jedi Fallen Order uh, tonight after the show on Twitch. Um, and then you can also find me on Twitter at Escape Reality 94. I'm also on Hive. And then... Uh, with that username and then TikTok is Caleb Blockwood five. Awesome. Almost, almost have everything rebranded. I'm working on it. All that's left is my TikTok. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. So that's where you can go find Caleb. And also if you want to go ahead and uh, find Chase, he already plugged his credentials there. All right. So Luke Harris, are we ready to get start talking about this story of wings of the master? Yeah, absolutely. Whoa, it's time. Wait, wait, what? we didn't, what? What? It didn't what? do what? the, you forgot a major part of the, the show. No, no, no. Describe I'm getting into it. I'm this. getting into it. I'm getting into it. <laughs> so before we start the story, the jump on the intro. Let's make let's let's start with the icebreaker question of um or the the two second explanation or two second two, two sentences. I'm sorry, I got a I got kind of a stop sign there. Um two sentence explanation of this episode. B Wing Supremacy. That's and- that's uh, it. That's it. You said two words. That's your two uh, sentences. sentences. Two well, sentences. Two sentences. Wing supremacy. <laughs> wing supremacy. And Caleb. Hera needs new car. Goes to man who can only make not drive. Interesting. I like it. I like it. Um. Char, Harith, you want to take a, a stab at this? Char, you want to go, go first? No, no, Father and son it. have... Oh, you <laughs> said, go ahead, and I started going. <laughs> you're like, go ahead, and I start talking, you're like... And you start saying, I was like, okay, do it. can I go? Yeah, you can go. Father and son bond over mom taking forever to get her new car. It's a pretty good one. Pretty good one. Char? Um... Old man gets skeptical of uh, of ladies' use of his toy. That could be taking a whole lot of directions. Hey, I, <laughs> look, of course you would. Of course but, you would. Uh, hey, I'm just saying it, 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 it's 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 possible. All right, so let's get into uh, the story. So today we are talking about season two, episode seven, Wings, uh, Wings of the Master. Uh, basically, the whole premise of this episode is Hera is sent on a mission, uh, suggested on a mission uh, for from Kanan uh, to go check out a uh, new ship that might be able to help them break through a blockade. Um, she's kind of reluctant at the beginning, and then. She uh she gets a little bit of push. Her, uh, Sabine and Zeb and Chopper. No wait, Chop stays behind. Uh, so just Sabine, Zeb, and uh, Hera all go to. I can't remember the the name of the planet. Anybody got it? I don't. All I know is that the atmosphere shuts down your ship, and they basically almost uh ruin the. What's that other ship called? Man, the I Phantom. Just, the Phantom in the Phantom. process. Uh, but uh, they meet. Uh, now I can't remember the, the Mon Cala's name. <laughs> His name is Quarry. Quarry. Yeah. And he introduces uh, Hera to the B Wing, which uh, was first introduced in. Was it, isn't, wasn't the B Wing first introduced in. Well, Return of the Jedi. I thought it was before, like a. Don't put disrespect on Nora Wexley's easy. name, Luke. Um, but uh, so my first question uh of this is uh, this is the first episode that where Hera gets to go off and show her skills, where it's kind of more Hera driven. 
Um, we also get the introduction of the B-Wing, like I said before. Um, how important do you think it was for Hera to complete this mission, not only for herself, but for the Rebellion? I think it's super important. I think before all of this, like, we really don't see Hera alone. Like, she's someone, she's always kind of that, like, matriarchal figure of, like, she's got to make sure everything is, is, you know, she's always looking after someone else and making sure everything is right, and we don't really get time alone with her. So I think having this moment where she gets to be alone and she gets, she does best, which is flying and she's not flying a giant, you know, multi-person spaceship. Um, we get to see her alone in a single fighter and, uh, and really like show that she can, can do these things and with core core be skeptical of her and having that we see like from an outside perspective with Corey that there's faith in Hera and what she's trying to do and if like basically if one person can see it then hopefully the, the rest of the rebellion can and they do because that ship is amazing yeah uh, CJ and I think feeding into that we it's important for her specifically because we get to really learn why she loves flying um, like we know she, we, like up to this point we knew that she liked flying and that she it, it was a major part of her life but now we see why and we get that from Corey's perspective, who, you know, is kind of like trying to goad her into explaining why she likes to fly. Because he's like, oh, you just you're just doing combat flight. That's all you care about. And it's like, no, I like flying in general. I just love being in the ship. And uh, it's also important for the rebellion because they need the supply run to go through. Otherwise, a lot of people are going to suffer. No, yeah, and I think it's super important for Hera because, like, like we've been saying, even in season one, there it was. It there weren't a lot of cent, uh, Hera centric episodes, and I feel like this is the first one where we really get to highlight what what she is as a character. We get a little bit more of her character and how much she does enjoy flying, which is a big, big factor of 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 her character. Um, I mean, she talks in later seasons about how she remembers seeing see uh, remembers seeing Y wings, uh, fly across the Lothal sky, uh, not Lothal sky, but Rylos sky, uh, during the Clone Wars. And it's it's she always wanted to leave. She always wanted to live a life in the stars, which is very obviously on point for a lot of Star Wars characters. But, um, Hera Char, your your thoughts on on that kind of question of why this episode's kind of important for her. And the rebellion. Well, I think it's very important too because when you look back at Bad Batch when she was on Ryloth and her as a childhood, always yearning to be amongst the stars. Yeah, that is a quote from the beginning of Solo. She always wanted to be, you know, you know, a very popular and um, renowned pilot across the galaxy. Mm -hmm. uh, she she dreamed of being the best pilot. I mean, she she got her opportunity with the Ghost and the Ghost Crew, and and then when she's Seeing this type of machinery that has never been really seen before, obviously she's that's just going to catch her eye, and and obviously Core was like, oh yeah, uh, be careful, that's uh, that don't 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 mess this up, <laughs> um, and um, no, but she, uh, it was very important for her just to grow as a as a pilot, and it foreshadows her uh, role in the rebellion. Yeah, Harith. Uh, literally just took the words out of my mouth and also get to what char described a little bit later in the show there you go well hey there you go uh and then for the second uh uh second uh question i have about this episode this is the first time in canon we see the b-wing uh in in chronological it hasn't been seen before but release order obviously we've seen it before in return of the jedi my question is, has, has the B-Wing ability to shoot like a Death Star-like laser, uh, is that new, or has that always been a thing even back in Legends? That's new. Yeah. The B-Wing was a fighter-bomber, so it was a more agile Y-Wing, um, but it, like couldn't hold the same bombs that the B-Wing, though I'm sorry, the Y-Wing could. Um, so it held you know, smaller bombs and then heavier torpedoes, but it could fly around faster than the Y-Wing could. But the the Death Star laser is new, and then it got put into squadrons as well. Did it really? Squadrons of yep. yep. Oh. Hmm. Do you like? Okay. Okay, Chase. You, I, being the ship guy, 
Do you sure. like do you like the Death Star laser thing? Yeah. Or do you wish it was kind of still like Legends? No, uh, I think it's I think it's cool. I think it sets itself apart. I think when you get into like the Legends expanded universe, you get into like the the B wing, the T wing, the V wing. It's all these like these really random variants of that, and then you get into the tie stuff as well. And it's again, it's just random variants of like, oh, it's well, this one has this, and this one has that. But this is like trying to set itself apart from everything else. So I really do like the the giant laser. Um, it's cool. Um, it makes a great sound, uh, and even yeah. like in, in squadrons, mm -hmm. it's a lot of fun to use. Uh, it's you know not the most popular ship in squadrons, but like there's lots of like really good pilots that are really good with it and i think it's just one of those things like the more you can do to set a ship apart in star wars you know we saw that with andor with luthan's you know lightsaber yep. ship right yep. it's like yeah it's cool to see you know another planet hopper it's cool to see another little transport ship or another variation of the x-wing right but to see something do something totally unique and different is pretty rare so having this um with the b-wing and just like really setting itself apart as it was kind of the underdog of all of the original trilogy ships, I think it's great. Uh, mm -hmm. I hope more, I hope they continue that. You know, I don't want every single piece of Star Wars media to introduce cool new ship ability, but having this little like trickle down stuff where we get like yeah. something new, that's great. CJ? Yeah, I, I like it. I don't mind it at all. I Now, the B Wing's not my favorite ship, but it, it does make a new, a, a great flavor to it because, like Chase was saying, like, in Legends, eventually all these ships are basically the same thing, like X-Wings, Y-Wings, A-Wings, B-Wings, all V-Wings, all that. Eventually, it just it, it's the same ship, different name. Uh, and so, yeah, the, it adds some variety to it and makes the galaxy a little bit bigger in a way. Coming to Curiosity Stream, go on an adventure 66 million years in the making with Dino Week. From new discoveries about the dinosaurs we thought we knew, to the mind-blowing species still being unearthed, and the controversial discovery that could rewrite history, did dinosaurs survive longer than imagined? Dino Week on Curiosity Stream. And with monthly, annual, and bundled pricing plans, find the one that works for you at CuriosityStream.com. How long was Neil Armstrong actually on the moon? When did Europe start speaking English? Did Marco Polo really go to China? Curiosity Stream is the streaming service for all things history, plus science, wildlife, and more. What's the real story behind the Mona Lisa? We've got that. What caused the collapse of Rome? We know. Where did we find mankind's earliest ancestor? Come find out. For the holidays, get the gift of Curiosity with 25% off gift cards for your curious cohorts. It's holiday shopping season at curiositystream.com slash gift. Just from the way the ships are. No, oh, yeah. And I also kind of think, I love the scene where where where, Cal, where Callus, when he sees the ship, and then it finally shoots off the laser, he's like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he's like, he's like, there's, there's no way so... that ship's going to do anything. And then it does. And he's like, oops. Where can we get one of those? Like that's that's <laughs> it's like it, the rebels finally and and like it's so funny because it's like at the end he's like they're they're talking to the Moncala and he's like he's like Bail Organa will be willing to do these all in secret and it's like mm -hmm. I mean when are we gonna see that in Andor? Is there a possibility we see that in Andor? I don't think so. I think Andor really wants to stay its own thing. I think yeah. it really wants to not rely on other Star Warsy things. I think it wants to drop those little things like Luthen's shop and then, you know, talking about Ricotta Prime and like, like we'll mention these things, but we want the show to be its own show. Itself. That yep. makes sense. That makes I think sense. that's its biggest strong mm -hmm. suit is not having to rely on anything else other than itself. And connective I, material and stuff like that. Yeah. I think the closest thing you'll see to connective tissue in Andor is possibly seeing what Mon Mothma did that led her to go on the run in season three, but that's the closest you'll probably get. Yeah. I think Val probably will be the reason why, unfortunately. Which makes sense because I mean you have a somebody close to her die, then that's the that's the final straw, which mm -hmm. makes most sense to me. Or her daughter dies. That could also be another one too as well, but um yeah it's uh it's it's pretty the, this episode is really really fun to watch mm -hmm. um especially seeing Hera kind of develop more fleshed out um and not just being mom for once you know what i mean mm -hmm. she's more than that she's a pilot she's a fighter she's a she's a commander she's a captain now she gets promoted at the end and and 
becomes Phoenix later, which is a huge part of her character moving on, moving forward through the rest of the series. So, well, yeah, that's uh, that's it for uh, Harris. You got something to add? No, I was just gonna make a joke. This is this finally the excuse for Chase to talk about Alphabet Squadron. Yeah, we're giving him the floor, and it yeah, he's not taking it. We got time. <laughs> <laughs> All right, chart. Yeah, it's my time to shine. All right, let's dive into the lore of Wings of the Master. Don't be too proud of this technological terror you've constructed. The ability to destroy a planet is insignificant next to the power of the Force. Yes. All right. So today's lore is going to be about ship building. All right. In this episode, we get introduced to the first ever prototype of the B-Wing that we famously see in Return of the Jedi. Many ship manufacturers in Star Wars create some of the most famous vehicles in the franchise. Sinar Fleet Systems created the TIE Fighter, the Interdictor-class Star Destroyer, and the Lambda-class Shuttle. Incom Corporation created the Z-95 Headhunter, the ARC-170, the U-Wing, and best known for the T-65B X-Wing that Luke Skywalker famously flies. And then, of course, we have the Corellian Engineering Corporation that created the Consular-class Space Cruiser, which is the first ship we see in The Phantom Menace. Uh, the Tanta 4, the VCX-100, which is the same kind of ship that the Ghost is, uh, the Hammerhead Corvette from Rogue One, and last but not least, the YT-1300 freighter, the Millennium Falcon. So, guys, I want to ask you, if you could build a ship with any certain modifications or capabilities, what would it be, what would it look like, and why? It could be like me, the cargo. You can, you can you can have any cargo. You I, can have I'm, cargo I'm, space like I'm to going the max. First. I'm going but first. Luke, going go first. ahead. Uh, Jedi interceptor, but put a hyperdrive in that bitch. That thing is so fucking cool. I love the Jedi interceptors. Like, just add a hyperdrive, add some more shields. Like, buff that baby up. Like, I don't need. I don't want to. I don't want a fucking ring thing that I have to connect to. No, fuck that shit. Just give me a hyperdrive. We can take off. Going to hyperspace, I I, th- I think that is one There's of the benefits to having the ring. I'm just saying. Why? What's the benefit of having the ring? Uh, lesser power draw because you have a hyperdrive strapped to your fucking ship, and then that means you can do more maneuvers, you can have more weapons, you can do a lot more in a smaller package because you're not carrying hyperdrive. It's the same concept between the Tie Fighters. Exactly, it's like the N1 Starfighter. <laughs> they don't need hyperdrives. There's like it's it's kind of like. Um, the way we do like certain airplanes, like you don't need all the fancy stuff to get like a thousand miles when you just want to go do spins and loops. Like, why do you need a huge fuel tank? You're going to be flying for 45 minutes. Yeah. That's um, already, I already got my answer locked and loaded. I was thinking about this for a minute as soon as you said it. So I would do the final order tie wing, except you make it like a tie defender and you put a shield in it because you think with 30 years of like difference of technology, you think, the shields would get smaller. So you could probably do a, a TIE Defender, but better. <laughs> I mean, is she wrong? Accurate. Jeez, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Wait, 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 wait. As, as oh Jedi Survivor has God. now had its trailer, I do think uh, Bearded Cal Kestis is the best ride. Oh, my God. Cal Kestis is 5 o'clock shadow. Dude, that five that five o'clock shadow. I, I'm yeah, not even gonna lie. I, I think it looks fantastic. Yeah, I think he looks damn good. So I don't I I don't mind anybody. I, I'm not gonna rag on anybody simping for Cal because no. that shit. I, you can't you can't. He's looking mighty fine. He is. He absolutely is. Okay, okay so you feel a little Luke. something there, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> so Luke, you have a modified Jedi uh, Jedi interceptor. Or an Actus class uh, star, uh, Jedi interceptor, and then Harith, you have a advanced. So they have a mixture between a Tie Fighter and a Tie Defender. Yeah. So the Final Order Tie Wing, you know, and see in Rise of Skywalker when they're trying to get the information in the ice cave and has a hyperdrive and is able to jump into hyperspace. Uh-huh. Imagine that, but with a shield protector on it. Okay. So, huh. so the mixture between those two. Any added weaponry? Any? No, nope, um, just just Tie Defender. For better. Is it, it going to be like Moff Gideon's, where the wings kind of collapse? Yeah, sure. Why not? Let's just if they okay. can do it in thirty years. Why not? Okay, um, Caleb, what do you have? What do you have in mind? So it's I'm stuck between. Go crazy. Uh, so of course I'm 
because you've introduced me with it, I, I have to live up to it. It's going to be in the Knights of Republic era, so it's not canon. Um, but the Auric class tactical strike fighter is really, really good. Um, it's almost it's it, it was also called an nothing A-wing, ever compares to Buzz Lightyear. That's that Star Command. Buzz Lightyear, Star Command. That's a W um, ship. That is a W ship. Yeah. Anybody else's ship is getting fucked. Don't even care. <laughs> it's Buzz getting their But Caleb, any uh, added modifications, cargo um, capabilities? I'd probably give it a little more cargo space because it is it is a single man ship. Generally, it's meant it's a strike fighter. It's, so I mean, but it would be if I'm going to own this for myself, then I'm going to want a little extra space to you know for when I decide to fly by myself without other people. Like you can transform your um your um where you put your R2 units into like a, a different capacity kind of like what Mandalorian does. So basically uh, you're going to be a Decepticon or or, or a uh, uh Autobot is that was that was that how this is going? You're just going to transform. Caleb's going to be like riding in his thing and he's like transform but then all of a sudden you just see his cockpit cockpit open and he's just like in space and he's just like yep. Oh fuck. <laughs> I didn't I didn't think about this. I didn't think about the oh no. Oh, the consequences no. of my own actions. I didn't consider <laughs> this possibility. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. And then now, Chase, well, what you would be gone. your custom? You haven't starter? gone. Me? Okay. Well, what I would do is I would have a um, a J Type three two seven Nubian starfighter that has a storage of seismic charges and makes point five pass light speed, just like the Falcon, and you know. It can have a, you know, it's kind of like a, the, the Grand Master ship from uh, Thor Ragnarok where it goes like party mode. It's my birthday. You can party, but you can also launch seismic charges in the back. It would be amazing. Yeah. No, it's just it's just playing uh, the Book of Boba Fett theme and then just tomorrow morning going, ah, the Polynesian Spa. Ah, the Polynesian Spa. Come on, New Zealand, try something new. Come on, New Zealand, try something <laughs> new. Oh, there are no words. Oh my god. I'm I god, I'm getting flashbacks to all of us on a hot tub in Anaheim. Oh god. <laughs> oh Jesus, that's a classic. If you know anyway. you know. That sounded kind of weird, but if you know you know. Anyway, I mean, oh, oh we should have added that to the real That should be that could be a clip in here. Game. That that Yeah, but yeah. Chase, what was your ship again? Oh. Okay, two questions. Does it have to be a starfighter? No. And how long be, do we have? No, it could be a starfighter, a freighter. Chase, um, go as long as one you caveat want. Okay, it could it cannot be shit. a land vehicle. Okay, so here's here's how See? this works. Oh, so God. it is going to more or less be a U-wing, right? Uh, but a much larger, larger U-wing. It's going to have four sets of variable wings. So you have, obviously, the swept wing, but that would be more mm-hmm. back. comes in, so it's better at atmospheric flight. It also have two tail wins i don't know why any like fucking ships have don't have the tails it's like that's very important for aerodynamics especially as the planet's gravitational pull and windstorms like come on uh wait wait, wait hold, hold on hold on hold on hold on you're talking the wings are like this tail tail winds like in the back in the back oh oh so kind of like the uh the v the v wings yes yeah more aerodynamic yeah, you, 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 have, okay. you have you have a variable variable sweep design there needs to be a docking collar on the bottom so it can hold cargo hatches. So you don't, you don't oh, need okay. to hold the cargo on, on the ship. You basically okay. can dock onto a cargo like tube. You need to have capacity for at least four people. So there's going to be four separate bunks. Uh, it would be loading in from both the rear, the standard load in from the ramp on the rear, but also not having ladder cockpit access is ridiculous so we need to have like something that can open in the front and get you into the la- on a ladder into the cockpit or on the mini bridge you also need the hyperdrive at the bottom of the ship next to the docking collar because when you are docked your hyperdrive is safe from incoming fire at least three turrets one two and three on the front maybe one in the rear but i would say just in the front so, wow you put a lot of thoughts into this so, wow so, so wait so wait hold on hold on so basically, you're telling me just like the um, fighter, in, not the fighter, but the ship in Jedi Fallen Order. That's basically what you. Described. No, that that one doesn't. A, it doesn't dock to anything. It uses a tri-wing design. This would be a pretty standard, like variable wing sweep, like how the U wing starts out like yeah. that, and then it comes it's in. It's a like U wing from Rogue One. Oh, oh, no. it's, okay. it's, it's not the Mantis. It's, it's not. Yeah. The so the, okay. the variable wing sweep is for 
flying in zero gravity, right? You don't need okay, that makes sense. to fly in zero gravity, but you do need it in atmospheric flight. Uh, yep. So that's what I would have the variable wing sweep for, that you do have something that can be detached and land on planets like any planet you need purely be basically a cargo vessel um yeah and i know that the u-wings are typically black and blue would you have it be a certain color would you paint it a different way gray you know <laughs> gray. I, was, I was gonna say Star it Wars sounds gray. like not your typical jedi starfighter but like the like the, like the bigger ones that was like you see like mace windu riding on the 2003 clone wars and like the this Higher would Public. be like, this would be big like this would have like a living quarters it would have right I, I, was gonna, yeah. I was gonna get to that I, was like, I imagine that it's like the actual like ship and when you dock into it, it's kind of like the ghost where it's like where it's like you have everything there and like you have your cargo and everything yeah um for cargo, you would just need it like in space. Like the, it basically couldn't land holding a cargo unit, right? It would only be for like docking at a station, docking but, and like mm -hmm. grabbing stuff, staying there for the night. Right. Like a cargo tube would be, you know, up to you know several hundred meters long, uh, and it's just a tube with you know anti gravitational anti gravitational stuff. Whatever whatever Star Wars uses to get gravity on ships, right? You mm -hmm. would basically hold that in there, and then it's just a it's just a it's just a ship on top of a tube. Okay. That's nice. interesting. fascinating. Interesting. Okay. That's 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 I'm so happy you went <laughs> you had that much description to your ship. I knew that you would have a play day yeah. when it came to that question. So I'm glad that you were extremely descriptive. Ships. But that's just, cool. So Luke I had his, his uh, Jedi Interceptor. Harith had his final order uh tie defender mixture. Uh and then Caleb had his uh his Kotor uh or his Kotor ship. Yeah. I actually want to change mine to Luthan's ship. Also, <laughs> can we, can but we, we say... gotta change it up. You can't just like say like, "Oh, I want a ship." Well, no, no I would want. I would want something like that. Maybe I want a little it where bit the bigger. lightsabers are blue. What blue? Maybe I want them blue. Okay, the lightsaber ship. It must be blue, not red. Must I know blue. it's. A, I know we call it the lightsaber ship, but those are definitely not lightsabers. No, I know those <laughs> are definitely just laser beams. Laser yeah. beams out of their freaking eyes. Also, yeah, I gotta like say, Iron Man two beams. I gotta say, Atlantis wins. Yeah. So I yeah, want to start a story, but it's completely chrome and there's a water park on board instead of like weapons. <laughs> Imagine there's a bunch of beach troopers from Lego Star Wars just going yeah. down slides. Oh, no, I would say I this. I'm totally for spaceships that don't have weapons, but I don't want a spaceship in Star Wars that doesn't have weapons. See, oh, you would hate one of my campaigns because I created a I, I made a yacht ship for one of my players because they were in charge of the exchange, the criminal side. I love I love yacht ships. And, I love and, space yachts. And so they had a, a huge yacht that was like three levels and they turned the second level into just a casino that people Oh could, fuck yeah. Like, Hell people, yeah. Like but, people could okay. ride it almost like a cruise. You're on a cruise on the casino going out and then you land somewhere and that's when you get off and you can go home. That sounds like the Halcyon though. Yeah, it's almost like the Halcyon before the Halcyon, yeah. My favorite like sci-fi trope when it comes to spaceships and like like space yachts and stuff like that is like that a lot of times the space yachts and like the space luxury cruisers will be like more heavily armed than military ships because yeah, no like shit. the rich yeah. assholes yeah. <laughs> fly yeah. these things are like don't 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 come near it and like they have some like ridiculous technology that like military corporations don't have access to it I'm like yes yeah yes. I mean it's so uh, ridiculous I love does it. the lady luck have uh, anything heavy protecting it. No, but I know the Sora sub yacht. No, it does not. I know. Any, yeah, cause yeah, cause yeah, cause I know Lando has his lady luck, and so doesn't the I forget the why am I forgetting the antagonist and Sarah the Sith? Not the person that's hunting them, but like the person that like oh I know you're talking about, parents yeah. on that ship. Isn't it like a yacht essentially that has no weapons? Do you know someone on your holiday gift list that's looking to cut costs? Consider a Henson Razor. Henson razors use quality standard blades that only cost 10 cents each. That means you'll only be spending pennies a month on blades. Compare that to multi-blade cartridges that cost 20 to 30 times more. Over a couple years, that special someone on your list will save hundreds and get a safe and smooth shaving experience along the way. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to HensonShaving.com slash holiday. Life insurance. What's your excuse for putting it off? Can't afford it? Too much hassle? Think your work coverage is enough? There's a lot of excuses for putting off life insurance, but one big reason why you shouldn't. If the unexpected were to happen to you, who would pay the mortgage, the kid's tuition, and all the other bills? In a time of grief, the last thing you would want is for your family to have to sell the house and struggle to survive financially. 
At Ethos, we could get you covered in just 10 minutes and boom, family protected. Rates can increase the longer you wait, so no more excuses. Take 10 minutes today and discover the modern way to get the life insurance coverage you need. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance, up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's E-T-H-O-S life.com slash audio. Because I remember them oh, the one that they it. stole from a, a Maximander? Yes, the one that yeah. they literally just throw them on for 30 seconds and Lando breaks them out. Yeah, the, yeah. the guy that landed, let, uh, they were like, oh yeah, I'm friends with that guy, the Republic officer. Oh uh, yeah, that's right, yeah. No, but I mean, it's interesting uh, shit! I forgot what I was gonna say. Just came out of my so, head. So Pat's, I was. Oh, I would... Pat! That's right. Sorry. Thanks for highlighting that. No, uh, Pat. Uh, my ship uh, that looks like a Venator class, but it's a single person <laughs> snub fighter. <laughs> so, so awesome. like, so you know that's how awesome. McDonald's comes out with those toys? Yeah, like, miniaturized, but there's like a giant head in the middle. That's like that's essentially what I'm picturing from Pat. <laughs> that, that's it's awesome. A little tiny ship, and then there's just Pat. Well, well, speaking of D and D, Pat uh, mm. gave me, gave me a uh, uh, we, I, my character gets a whole uh, Venator stat class starter. Ooh, this is, uh, it's so unfair. So yeah. So and I got my own battalion. So like it's, he gets it, an entire it, battalion. We're just like, oh no, yeah, I get a battalion and a and a and a fucking Venator class star destroyer, See, which is probably yeah. knowing the the folks that we play with, it's just gonna get destroyed. It's, yeah, I'm I'm so, excited for this game. I'm excited to see what happens because the more I hear, oh, it's and then Ven said, and I uh, give me a uh, a high republic vector with Luthen's countermeasures and Maul's abilities and cloaking. If I want living quarters, I'll just take the ghost. If it, it, it's a beaten up Jeep of Star Wars, and I know I'll be driving <laughs> those. <laughs> I was gonna say, Luke. I mean, you do know how to drive, but not when I do. Can confirm, Ven. Ven has a Jeep. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if if anything's the beaten up though vehicle, it's the Razor Crest. Like it's literally like it looks exactly like the ship from Spaceballs, which is just yep, which is an RV. Spaceballs yep. one. Oh no! Spaceballs. Oh no! His ship, yeah, the RV. Yeah, yeah. Also, the Winnebago spaceship. That yeah. one's great. Yeah. That's a, that ships. is like a top tier, like legit top tier sci-fi ship. Yeah, I I, I like love it's the, like looking back at the Razor Crest is exactly that. <laughs> Speaking of beat ups, I love how like seeing the Millennium Falcon and Solo, like how nice Lando keeps it, and then you get to the Force Awakens, and and it's just completely like destroyed. Like it's like Han, what the fuck did you do with the Falcon? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's, it's funny because after because after watching Solo, you're like, huh, that ship actually was a piece of junk. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that would you you're like, oh, it's not that bad. Because yeah, I mean, like, Leia when they're when they save Leia from the Death Star, she's like, you flew in that, you're braver than I thought. Yeah, but like it's. Like, when you see it in solo, solo and you're like not that impressive. Yeah. No, when you see it in solo, you're like, this is actually when you see it in solo, you're like, this is a nice ship. You know, it's like, like look, the leather's nice, the walls. And then you nice. start to realize, oh, uh, Han let it go. Han let it go. And then yeah. oh yeah. And then it gets worse because after Han loses it, the people after him that own it are worse with it. <laughs> and you see it in The Force Awakens, and you're like, What did y'all do with it? How did you yeah. destroy my boy? Kenny yeah. in the chat said you still can't beat BL ship. Sorry, Luke. Who's BL? Buzz Lightyear ship. Buzz Lightyear. Oh, Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Buzz, Lightyear. Dude, Buzz, Buzz Lightyear ship. Atlantis out here awesome. piloting American Dream. The ship. Why can't? Why, <laughs> I want to imagine a space battle between Buzz Lightyear Atlantic ship. Atlantic City, the Star <laughs> I would imagine Buzz Lightyear ship versus Atlantis ship. Who would oh, win? And God. Why? It's a it's a portable cantabite with Frankie Vr- the Blue in the back seat. <laughs> Oh, Imagining Thrawn and Eli Vanto in the water park. Well, that's why. That's why she built Eli. It. Eli, why are it. why are all of these children running without shirts on? Oh, oh, man, oh, 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 Admiral Thrawn, it, it's okay. And you know, you just gotta understand. And then, and then Krennic's pissing off the lifeguard by running. <laughs> yeah. and then he's like. <laughs> You will, you will you tell the emperor about this. No, huh? no, no, yeah, no, you, no, I'm going to Vader. Fuck this. No, no, no. You're standing here in my pool. 
<laughs> not yours. Yes. Not critics yours. like critics like I designed the the pool here, and it's like, well, <laughs> actually, Tarkin was the one who did most of the work. So you're gonna oh. get me in trouble for my achievement. Oh Jesus! And then Vader is just chilling somewhere, like no, all the way no, in the no, hot Vader, tub. No, no, Vader doesn't get in the water. He just sits he in his can't. little like yeah. in his. Oh, little, he puts his little booth in. in. No, 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 in his pod. He'll be in his pod, and it just hovers. Yeah, over the water. Han let it go when he launched that escape pod into the maw. Yeah. Yeah. Poor Falky was doomed from the start. They didn't even, like they didn't. You, even... you know the thing is he wasn't really it wasn't really doomed. It just somehow just survived very yeah. long. Also, like and it still is. I'm yeah. like nobody thought to buy a new escape pod for it. Like, I guess it must be that expensive to Well, Han was like, I don't fucking need this. I I like, like why the... would I need it. He's like, I what like the gap. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm just picturing how how small would this star destroyer be? Because you said mini star destroyer. Is it like the size of a Tie Fighter? Because I just feel what, like that would look extremely what, derpy. What? Yeah, just... Diablo Four just got a release date. Oh, oh god, here uh, we go. Wait, what did Diablo Four? Anyway, oh. more more good game awards stuff. Good, good for you, Chase. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. awesome. You're gonna oh. fucking ruin my life again with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Um uh yeah. But that is uh anything else from you, Char? That is it for the lore. Let's move to Herod's segment, the interconnectedness. Then June sixth, twenty twenty three. So next year, next summer. Also, I can't <laughs> there's no such thing as luck. You Poor were saying, <laughs> <laughs> okay, see, I guess then we'll never know about that release date. I, th- I think I got it in there. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you, you did. But did. getting to interconnectedness, and as Char already brought up and kind of stealing my thunder, but not really. So in the episode, Hera gives this amazing speech about how she left Ryloff and like why she wants to become the best pilot to change and like help bring freedom back to Ryloff. So now seeing Hera's origin and the two episode arc of Bad Batch. How does this change your view of this episode? Now going back to this episode after season one of Bad Batch has been released. Which Chase has not seen. Which is hilarious. Chase is, Chase is going to be like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen Resistance. Why don't you yeah. see anything else? <laughs> I, I, I think it just builds upon what, what this episode st- gives us the foundation for. Like this episode gives the foundation of Hera's character and what she believes in when it comes and how much she loves flying. And I think uh bad batch just adds on top of that it just it, it gives us more of that and from the more of a from more of a childlike wonderment rather which, which we didn't get to see and bad batch gives us that chance to see from the beginning her love for flying and then you get the amazing like interaction between Hera and omega and it's just yeah it's just, it's just peak and they're like let's just take the ship <laughs> and you're just like yeah <laughs> But even when Hera pulls up in squadrons, like yeah, like yeah, like Hera. Or, I mean, Hera in squadrons is great. I I, I love squadrons. Um, I think it, more people should play it. But I understand that it's, it's free a, on Epic Games. Yeah, like, it's y'all free on don't Epic have any more excuses. And I understand there is that learning curve. But if I can play that and and be able to do it, then you're fine. I'm still struggling with X Wing. I'm been, just I'm I've been just playing X Wing, and it's it's X Wing's hard. I'm just saying, I need to get keep room on my PS5 for Jedi Survivor. That's my excuse. Hey, Luke, an, what? that's what externals are for. I'm gonna about to make a land, make you play this game immediately. You can play with the Tide Defender. I'm, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna get a Survivor. You think, my, that, my you think she's gonna stoop that low because of a Tide Defender? Come on now. I mean, I. I if mean, it I'm... were, if it had anything to do with J- Agent Callus, then I would say for sure she would probably would. But I mean, Ray Sloan's in it. It's pretty fucking cool. Oh, just yeah, yeah. I, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ray Sloan. Just, and just know that really if awesome. we download, if we download Squadrons, Chase is gonna make quick work of us. Yeah, oh, Chase yeah, is absolutely. elite at that game. Chase, also, yeah. trust platform. Chase is. Oh, uh, so is, I don't is, have. Is elite. Like we're we're all gonna be Tie Fighters, and then Chase is gonna be Poe on Takadana. Yep. Yeah. Probably. I mean. He does play. He's got uh, nine in a row. He yeah. does do he's... flight simulator. So and you can play it in he's VR. He's literally so... a pilot. Yeah, he is yeah. literally a fucking pilot, bro. Like all I've done is the campaign. So yeah, I 
I'm done. Multiplayer is fun. Uh, multiplayer is actually really fun with friends. Yeah, that's the thing that's held me back is I don't have enough friends to play it with. Just <laughs> playing it playing with Chase is awesome. I and mean, then like Chase going as a tie fighter and I'm going as a tie defender and we're just so ripping Chase, shit up. Is it possible to have like a six v one in that game? Uh you could do five v one if you want. Oh, okay. Because okay. we need I need to we need to get a group of five people and you go would all kill Chase. Me. You would all kill me. No, no, no. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. It's, I, feel like, it's... I, I feel like Chase is lowballing himself. No. That, and it's, yeah. And it's five, really cool, like five TIE fighters coming. If you guys had instruments off, maybe. Um, but yeah, no, it'd be you. Five Tie Fighters shooting on me would knock me out pretty quick. That's really cool because like you can like shift like your like I want to put more on my acceleration. I want to yeah. put more on my weapons. I want to like you can like shift your shit. That's something. To, like... That's something. Star Wars. Star Wars. Their their games for like for their vehicle ship games have always like they've always been that way. Like X Wing, I'm learning how to like I'm relearning how to do that because I played Squadrons first, and Squadrons mm-hmm. is easy about how to do that. Squadrons is like oh you just hit this button and that button and then you're good. X-wing, you've got like, oh, it's 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 X-wing's great. It's complicated. Yeah, there's a lot more buttons to learn with X-wing. Like you can switch your shields, you can readjust your laser similar, and then but then you can also like stop your vehicle completely <laughs> with one button, but keep it. It gets it gets wild, and then the certain missions are hard because you have to defend ships sometimes rather than actually be combating ships, and that's the level I'm stuck on. It's one of those. But uh, diving into my second question a little yeah. bit, I actually got inspiration from Chase while episode. I literally didn't have a second question written because Luke, as per usual, took my question. Dude, and... you've got to be quicker than that. I don't get up at nine it. in the morning and write questions. I'm different hey. time zone, man. Hey, it's not. Hey, it's always like I'm gonna create a meme where it's my face on top of the guy who's doing the fishing, and you're gonna be the guy. You're gonna be the person trying to get the dollar. And it's going to be writing questions for pod ones. <laughs> oh, you got to be quicker than that. You're, you're just like, I love how you're just like, oh, there's a segment called interconnectedness. Let me write a question about Canon and how it's interconnected. <laughs> anyway, hey, I just say, fuck it. <laughs> anyway, speaking of B-Wings, uh, I was going to ask. So as Chase mentioned, why do you think the best Rebel pilots or some of the best? Sorry, I don't want to offend Kells. Uh, are attracted to the B-Wing. Like, like what about them is just like. Ooh, like this is like the creme of the creme. How many people do fly the B Wing? We got Hera, obviously, in this episode. We got Noro Exley in Return of the Jedi. Okay, and that's Jeff, two. Yeah. All right, three. I'd say more um, people fly the X Wing then, because I feel like that's more popular. The, there's, there's a canon explanation for this. Um, the X Wing, Incom designed the X Wing around being able to be flown by multiple species. Um, like the joystick is like incredibly ergonomic so like it can hold tentacles claws uh feather you know like wings and obviously fingers so um yeah like that's why more people fly the x-wing um the b-wing gives you more control uh and you can swivel the the body of it around um i can't remember if they show that in wings of the did they show the auxiliary spin on the when wings of the master I don't remember. The, the, like the can, the fuselage rotates around the canopy. I think um, they showed that a little. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah doing the test drive. Yeah, so that's one of the things is and having like having something that is multi-purpose. If I could compare it to something like in real life, it'd probably be like an F eighteen. It's a multi-purpose fighter. It's not just like the X wing is really good at taking out other ships. Uh, and you know the Y wing is really good at you know dropping ordnance, and then the A wing is just really fast and is good at you know distracting people mm-hmm. and going on that going around. Whereas the B wing is just more versatile overall, uh, and it you know it also can utilize multiple different cannons. Um, and people, I think lots of skilled pilots like to use it. Chastin Chadwick also is an incredibly skilled pilot, um, so that's probably why. But yeah, I, I mean. mean it, city. it's the kind of the best strength for all i mean of them. and it's it's not just our heroes that use it too because i mean the maxine warriors in the new republic era they the they used it as well the paramilitary group that uh was working with, that are in a part of the bombing uh-huh. that happened in the the senate yeah did they did they fly t-85s or new republic uh-huh. new republic navy flies t-85 x mm-hmm. um, uh yeah okay 
Yeah, because I know that some some groups specifically flew T-85s and some flew 65s and uh, some flew 70s. But I know that T-70 X-Wings cost about like a one and a half million credits. So they're just super advanced. The the other thing about the B-Wing, if you look at the timeline, the B-Wing, at, let, let's look at like the Mandalorian, right? Yeah. Uh, the B-Wing was the most advanced starfighter that was out. The T-70 was prototyped right there. Erica Quell is the first person to fly a T-70. Uh, and she flew it right before the Battle of Jakku, um, and that was its that was its maiden flight. Um, so at the time, as far as like operational spacecraft, the B wing was the most advanced fighter. So that's why mm. people were starting to use it more. Uh, and you know, the Alliance at, at the time of Return of the Jedi, the Alliance was like being funded. Uh, yeah, so that's why you would get it. Yeah, there's a little bit of behind the scenes also that like the that that specifically. The group that we were following within the films, they use the X and Y wings because that's just what they use. And then our, you know, then we have our group from Rebels that use the the B wings and A wings. And then eventually they combine because by Return of the Jedi, that's when they really wanted to show they were unified. Yeah, like, um, did all of Green Squadron fly A wings, Chase? Because I knew that Arvel Krennic, the one that crashed into um, the Super Star Destroyer, flew an A wing. It's too late. <laughs> yeah, it does. Does Green Squadron show up in Rebels? No. Oh, there's an, a, there's an A-Wing squadron that Phoenix Squadron yes. saves, and I think that's Green Squadron. Well, also... So all of Green Squadron one, does fly There's A-wings. one, there's one so. with Mon Mothma. There's, there's a squadron with Mon Mothma. They fly Y-Wings. Yeah. In Rebels, when they save Mon Mothma from... Mm-hmm. She's in, the, she's in the, the shuttle or whatever that thing is. Uh, she's with a Y wing squadron, and then Ezra jumps in oh, one of the Y wings. I thought it was mm-hmm. one of the. A-wings. I forget what squadron yeah. that is. But all the all the green squadron members I can think of, they use A wings because I mean you've got Lulo, you've got Shara. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, Shara Bay, uh, the mother of the one and only Poe Dameron. Mm-hmm. And that A-wing. was how, and that's actually how Poe learned how to fly. Was uh, yeah, Shara Bay gave him uh, an A wing. Ooh, I guess oh. I would have been part of Green Squadron because I'm an A-wing guy. Yeah, <laughs> you're an well, A-wing I, enthusiast. I was, an, nice. I was an A-wing guy until the T-70 showed up, and then I was like, all right. No. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Better X-wings? Count me in. I was, was going to say, Char, you said, you said Poe Dameron? Fly? Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, they fly now? Ooh. <laughs> oh, they haven't geez. flown in a while. Uh, yeah, they they might need a jump start. Yeah, they <laughs> might need a jump start. They're on life support right now. Might yeah. need some back to the, that guy was in from the Jedi Survivor trailer. No back to is going to be able to fit that X-Wing in there. No. <laughs> Just need some parts. Got to get a new astromech. It'll be get fine. a really big oil bath for it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That, that should wrap up my segment if you want to get into Char's All right. three interesting segments. There we go. Oh, yeah, I know that segment. Three interesting facts about a certain Rebels arc that you didn't know about until now. Wow, that was act. Hold on, that was actually pretty sly. Yeah, that was good. That was, that was really good. good. All right, part sorry, fourteen, go. Wings of the Master Edition. Fact one: ILM legend turned astromech. Quarry's astromech droid BG eighty one is named for ILM veteran Bill George, who designed the B wing fighter for Return of the Jedi. BG's color scheme matches an old photo of Bill George wearing a striped blue t-shirt. Fact 2. The role-playing inspiration. The notion that a Mon Calamari was pivotal in the design of the B-Wing dates back to an old role-playing game adventure, Strike Force Chantipole, published in 1989 by West End Games. It is also the source of the planet and project name, Chantipole. Fact 3. A subtle callback to Clone Wars. The smaller of the Quonset-like huts used by Quarry has walls made out of Arc-170 fighter wings. And there you have it. Those are the three interesting facts about Wings of the Master. Clone Wars. Clone Wars mention. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Chase was like, oh, I, I was ready for a Chase. I'm and we, and we can never back. go one episode away from any Ralph, Ralph McQuarrie mentions. Yeah. Because obviously Quarry is based off of Ralph mm-hmm. McQuarrie. Well, yeah. I mean, the art style was based off Ralph McQuarrie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, concept art. Yeah. Absolutely. You can never escape it. He was, yeah. he was pivotal right. into the creation of Star Wars. So we are at the segment where we rank the episode. Uh, I'm pretty sure I can probably guess everybody's ranking. 
Luke, you're always the lowest. You. No, I actually really, really enjoyed this episode. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say that one. Yeah, like the stream. Thank you all. Appreciate it. Uh, Chase, you're gonna go Grand Admiral. This was this was like um, I think uh, the episode with like cut in the Clone Wars was like the episode that I was like, okay, yeah, I I think I can enjoy this show now. Uh, but with Rebels, I enjoyed the show from like the first episode, but this episode really was like, okay, this is amazing. This was like the first episode that got me hyped. So yeah, it's this is a Grand Admiral. Yeah. CJ, you're gonna give it an admiral. Yeah, yep. Uh, I think it's it's a little bit of a fresh breath of air from everything going on in season two. Because I mean, every at this point, they keep going back and back and back, and and it's not looking good for them. This is one of the few wins they get this season, and I think it's also just a good Hera character episode. Hera's gonna go admiral. Uh, I'm gonna give it an ensign. Actually, I'm, ki- I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm gonna give it an admiral. I was gonna fuck. I wanted to fuck with you just to give you like that. Fuck yeah. I, w- I wanted to fuck with you and kind of be like, I wanted to see if I could throw you off. I'm like, I'm three for three. Char, I hope you're. I hope you're. Char, or I hope you don't go for a four. You're That'd gonna be funny. give it an admiral. That is correct. Yeah, four fuck four you. bitches. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really like this show, and just like oh, what Caleb said is, it's a very different tone as from what we've been getting through season two, and. You know, it was something that you could just sit back and re- enjoy watching. Just like it's like a, it's like a feel good episode. Mm-hmm. You're like, hmm. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's it's different. It has a different type of feel, and I love that it's uh, incorporating all of these things that we'll be seeing in the future of the rebellion. So, yeah, it's an admiral for me. I am. Oh, we got a Skakalosi. Skakalosi, Vanessa Skakalosi, Skakalosi. Oh god damn it. Here we go. We have Every... a Vanessa Skak sighting. Oh please geez. report. What the fuck is this? <laughs> um anyway, uh I'm gonna give it an admiral because I, I I genuinely love this episode. Uh I love the fact that we get more Hera. Um and seeing her just like become her own instead of just being the focal point of the mother part of this whole gang is just fantastic. Yeah. And like I said, the other week, um, I think it was either last week or two weeks ago where I said that um, every single character, I know that they all are together and they work together, but I feel like every other arc, each character has the spotlight strictly on them. You better watch it. Cause a Skakalosi is going to be in your town. You better watch Skakalosi it. Mafia. Hey, we are everywhere. <laughs> Everywhere. Anyway, you will join me for a steak dinner. Oh my god! I get mine medium rare. If you don't get it medium rare, you're a robot. You're a robot. How can you be eating meat? It goes out the other end very fast. Oh my god! I was about to say you can eat it just fine. It's just gonna, you know. Wait, general question here: Is this if if y'all don't eat medium rare steaks? I'm about to. My name is Charlie Charbot. Dipshit. Get fucked. Um, I want to touch on something that's not has to do with any of like the the Jedi Survivor or mm-hmm. or um, uh, Rebels. Acolyte. We got oh, leaked images yeah. from the Acolyte today. Yeah, I don't know who was the Lucasfilm like set manager, but they really I think that's, fucked up. I, I don't uh, think I think it was purposely done. Yeah, I mean, because also because we have to. While we are excited for the Acolyte, this is a project that has no connection to anything outside of the High Republic books and stuff, which means your general audience doesn't know what it is. So, leaking purposefully some set photos would help with the word of mouth. Yeah, so I'm going to pull up some, uh, some tweets. Uh, Wookie. Yeah, it's Wookie. Yeah, yeah, we got we got Wookiees. Yeah, quote-unquote leaked. Yeah. yeah, yeah, they weren't leaked. Um, so, they knew what they were doing. So right here, we got a our first look of our first ever live-action uh, Wookiee. Um, people are saying that it might be Bariaga. Yeah, that's what I've been reading. Which is awesome. If, uh, if, it, if it's Burry, I would 
fucking shit. Well, because it, well, it could be Burry is yeah dead. dead yeah, let's put some finger quotes next to dad. It could be Buryaga, but it could also be uh Master uh, Arkoff. Ooh, it could be yeah. Actually, that that's interesting. That's a good take. That's a good take. Um. Then we also have oh jeez that's a really bad picture. It's the yeah, yeah. that is the actor from uh, Squid Game. Yeah, oh, so he He's will be playing a Jedi. a Jedi. Yep, that's awesome. Yeah, because he another... said that. I think he said that when he when he got the when it was publicly announced. He Which said is... that he oh, they he looks so good. Also, here. also I was gonna say uh, noting the nor it doesn't look like the High Republic normal Jedi robes. It looks more like the. Uh, Prequel, no, there were, well, because they say we're a hundred, we're only a hundred years. Uh, by this point, we're ninety. There yeah, we go. That's better. There's a little bit better. Yeah. You're getting no, close see, to that, that era. We yeah. are, but I still think you can still kind of see the High Republic look, though. It's more, it's more of your tans instead of mm -hmm. your like darker browns that they wear in the prequel. Yeah, yeah but I mean, also this is um a hundred years before. Yeah, Phantom Phantom Menace. Menace. so we're so kind of at like, that middle ground. We're slowly merging into mm -hmm. what is going to be the prequel era Republic. What? Yeah, I love you know? it's, it's right in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and I mean, it all, and we got a Zabrak. Uh, um, is that Zabrak? I can't really tell. Yes, that. yeah, yeah. Hold on, I'll yeah, get a better. Yeah. I'll get a better picture. But there, here's our Tom. Uh... In. Tom, see, okay, okay, see right here. This is this is what I'm talking about. As like they still have the High Republic look. Yeah, like it's it has, like it's got its, it's there. It's there. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It He's got a Padawan braid. Look at that. Look at that yeah, boy. Yeah, little Tommen. Yeah, it literally is in the middle because in Phase One of High Republic, it's 232 BBY. Mm -hmm. Phantom Menace is 32 BBY, and the Acolytes taking place in 132. And that and I assume that's Daphne and Keen. I, that's it looks like it. It looks like it. She looks like a she yeah. could be a bounty hunter. Looks she's got like, a bow. Looks like she's got some makeup and a good. Is it a bow? Looks like they're going for an alien look. Yep, that's her. a Zabrak. And then that's a Zabrak. Yeah, that's a yeah. Zabrak. Hundred yep. percent. That's a Zabrak. That's and like. And that's Burry. I assume by this point he's a Jedi Master, right? But during this era, because the hundred yeah. years later, if if he survives, yes. Then see, okay, it... okay. Here's my. It, it it looks good, but I can't wait to see it on screen because right yeah. here in the face looks a little that's... goofy. Well, and, and it's a behind the scene photo, so of course there's stuff that they're gonna add to enhance it after the fact that we're we're not, seeing, not seeing because it's behind the scenes. There was okay right here. Here's another. Oh, that's look. a nice. That's a nice. Uh, yeah, that looks photo. just like High Republic, dude. No, yeah, that's that's definitely High yeah. Republic. I mean, it's it is there is more gold there, so um, I think that looks pretty freaking awesome, actually. And yeah. people were saying, oh, that's not the there that that that's not the volume. There was a larger picture of this, and it kind of looked like they were in the volume. Well, I hope it's kind of like the Andor approach, where it's kind of like yes, it's primarily sets, but I also would love to see a little bit of it. I want a kind of combination. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of curious. <sighs> If we'll get to a point where we can do properly mixed volume and I think they, sets, because I that that was a complaint that. that was a complaint that Tony had with the, like he's like the volume's good but you can only do so much because you have to plan so far out ahead. I like, still think the best use of the volume is still either obviously the Mandalorian introduction and I'd mm -hmm. also say the Batman because I feel like the Batman did a really good job of like hey here's some sets and then we have specific scenes where we're going to shoot I, on the volume I, like. Yeah, I think though it works for something like the Batman because it's a bigger production. It's a bigger production, and so right. they can plan for, around it better. For the most part, they used it for like like the like the like the bat signal scenes where mm -hmm. it's like the yeah. sky. And, and yeah, yeah, but also um, High Republic went hard with their drip. I want all of it. And Harris, remember when we were at Celebration? We ran into that guy cosplaying as our man. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty badass. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was really awesome. Uh, but. Uh, with that, that's going to be it for this episode of the Pod Ones podcast. Uh, Chase, where can the good people follow you on the social medias? Animal just made a Metal Gear Solid joke on the Video Game Awards. My <laughs> life is complete. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, no, you can find me on TikTok at Forward Into the Black. On uh, CJ? Uh, you can find me on YouTube and Twitch at Escape Reality Films, uh, Escape Reality 94 on Twitter and Hive, and Caleb Blockwood 5 on TikTok. Um, and I'm actually going to be, as soon as we're done here, I'm going to be going live on Twitch to play some Jedi Fallen Order Grandmaster difficulty. Go check it out. Um, Harith? CJ, I can't wait for you to get stuck five hours on Terra <laughs> Malikos like I did. 
<laughs> anyway, anyway, you can find me at Hair Productions on TikTok and Instagram, Hair underscore edits on Twitter, and Hair at Hive. And you can find me here on Pod Ones. Char, where can the good people follow you on the social medias? Good people, you can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at Char Char J S spelled right here. And you can find me here at the Pod Ones Podcast every Thursday night as we cover our Star Wars Rebels rewatch. And check him out on a new segment that will be coming out shortly next week. Yes. Um, also, big announcement. We are moving our trivia tournament to later in the summer. Uh, we did not of the anticipate it, uh, all yeah. the, everything coming out in March. Yeah, we didn't, we yeah. didn't ant- anticipate uh, Jedi Survivor coming out, Mando Season 3. And then also and Bad, also Bad, Bad Batch as well, yeah. overlapping. So... Um, we are going to move it to... Um, and then with Celebration being shortly after. Yeah, in Celebration. Uh, we're going to move it to after uh, probably June. Uh, we'll start... Uh, I mean, it will probably later May, early June. Uh, we'll start getting uh, tournament things together, which I think... I think we should expand it to 18 people. I agree. Because yeah. we are during the summer. I also think the, the main reason why it was like the, the decision was made is because the videos are such uh, undertaking production wise. Like yeah. Scheduling, question writing, yeah. editing. Editing was the hardest part. Like I would spend a good eight to 10 hours per every video. No. Yeah. So we, uh, we, we're still pushing out content on here. Um, we're going to be doing streams. Uh, I think uh, one of us or maybe both me and Harith will be streaming uh jedi survivor when it comes out i probably will do the whole game in one sitting i'll uh, probably do another fallen order stream i'll probably play through it again on grandmaster as well yeah um so uh you guys be on the lookout for that um but you guys can follow us at the pod ones on all social medias uh but that's gonna be it on to the next one Twilight for life we are all the republic and may the force be with you always, always. see you guys Paid actor portrayal. I didn't see it coming. Life can be so unpredictable. After losing my dad, it made me think about my family if something were to happen to me. The mortgage, car payments, and all the other bills. Even things like our annual summer vacation would be out of reach. I had heard about life insurance through Ethos and how easy it was to get coverage. They were right. I knew it was time to stop putting it off and get life insurance right now. I got on my computer and went to ethoslife.com. In just 10 minutes, I was covered, and boom, family protected. Thanks to Ethos, my family won't have to worry about the bills if the unpredictable happens to me. Ethos, fast and easy online term life insurance. Up to $2 million in coverage with no medical exam. Some policies as low as a dollar a day. Answer a few health questions and get your free quote at ethoslife.com slash audio. That's ethoslife.com slash audio. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.